Make your vows to the Lord our God and perform them. God is known in Judah. His name is great in Israel. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Hebrews. Wisdom, let us be attentive. Brethren, when Christ appeared as a high priest of the good things that have come, then through the greater and more perfect tent, not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, he entered once for all into the holy place, taking not the blood of goats and calves, but his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. For if the sprinkling of defiled persons with the blood of goats and bulls and with the ashes of a heifer sanctifies for the purification of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the internal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Peace be unto you, the reader. Wisdom, arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be to all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Let us be attentive. At that time, Jesus, taking the twelve again, he began to tell them what was to happen to him, saying, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and deliver him to the Gentiles, and they will mock him and spit upon him, and scourge him and kill him. And after three days he will rise. And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit, one at the right hand and one at the left, in your glory. But Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink, or to be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized. And they said to him, We are able. And Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink you will drink, 
and with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared. And when the ten heard it, they began to be indignant at James and John, And Jesus called them to him and said to them, You know that those who are supposed to rule over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great men exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you. But whoever would be great among you must be your servant. And whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. For the Son of Man also came not to be served, but to serve. And to give his life as a ransom for many. Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today I want to ask you the question, are you a fan, are you a fan, or are you a follower of Jesus Christ? Now let me try to help you understand the question a little bit better. What are fans like? Fans can get really wrapped up into things and really pump up about their team or about their hero, right? But sometimes fans can be a little fickle. We know this. For example, the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Was anybody grumbling and mumbling that they weren't competitive in the NCAA uh, basketball tournament, huh? But then all of a sudden they won the NIT and everybody's on the bandwagon, right? Hey, go Gophers. Which I'm glad for the Gophers. We should be rooting for our team, right? But we're a little bit fickle. We expect great things from our teams. We expect great things from our heroes. We want to be with our hero. We want to ride their coattail, huh? Ride the coattail. And we want them to do things for us. And we want to be part of all that success. So, with Jesus, are you a fan or are you a follower? Because, like with a sports team... Any Cubs fans out there? you got to be a real follower with the Cubs. My roommate, Father Jimmy Grenius, he actually went and blessed the dugout one time for the Cubs. He loves the Cubs. 
and he's just, he's just, oh, gee, he's related to hope. Uh, he's just hanging in there for those Cubs to win, right? He's a real follower. So what about Jesus Christ? He's up there, and he's doing things like a rock star, huh? He's multiplying loaves and fishes. He's feeding people when they're hungry. He's raising people up. He's curing the blind, and everybody's, go, Jesus, go. We're all with you, Jesus, huh? Palm Sunday coming up. They're putting down the palm leaves. Hosanna. Blessed is he, right? And all this. But what about when it comes to the way of the cross? How many are standing by the cross? Are we a fan or are we a follower? In today's gospel, Jesus then takes his followers, his disciples, aside for a bit and he speaks to them. And he gives them a little glimpse into what is about to happen in his life and really in their lives as his followers. And we go to the gospel that Father Paul Hodge chanted so beautifully just a few moments ago. See, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and to the scribes, and they will condemn him to death. Then they will hand him over to the Gentiles. They will mock him. They will spit upon him and flog him and kill him. And after three days, he will rise again. This is the one that was the hero. This is the one that had the crowds. This is the one that everybody was a big fan. And he turns to his closest followers and tells him this. Now, a monk of the Eastern Church asked some very, I think, pointed questions for us today about this. For he says, At the threshold of Holy Week, could we be taken aside by the Savior for a talk? In which he explains to us personally the mystery of his redemption? Do we ask the Master to help us understand with greater depth what is taking place for our sakes on Golgotha on the cross? Do we make it possible for Jesus to meet with us in secret through prayer, through fasting, through being present at the services, for receiving his sacraments, for Jesus to meet with us? Do we seize opportunities to be alone and quiet with the Lord? These are really great questions because on this brink of Holy Week, we want to be followers of Jesus Christ. We want to be in tune with Him. We want to be preparing for His passion. And are we doing these things? Oddly enough, speaking of fan or follower, what then does the Scripture tell us the disciples do? Well, it talks about James and John, the sons of Zebedee, and instead of, they hear this very powerful message, and all of a sudden they say, Lord, grant to us to be on your right side when you get to your kingdom. It's like, whoa, I think they just missed this. And they're back to this rock star thing, to this fan, being a fan. huh? They're like, what can he do for us? Here is he, you know, he's got status. Now, what about us? What place are we going to have in his kingdom? They're in it 
like fans, not followers, even the disciples aren't getting this, that he's going to go up and get crucified. Can they take that cup? Can they follow him? Jesus wants to know this from them and from us. But what does Jesus say to them? And in reality, what does Jesus say to you and I at this moment? He says, those who are in power like to lord it over others. But he tells the disciples, it shall not be so with you. It shall not be so with you. Because I am asking you to be followers of me. To take up your cross as I will take up the cross which you will see happen. And you must follow me in this way. Those who will be great must be those who are willing to serve, to endure, to struggle, to bear the cross, and to have compassion and love for the other, to serve. Not so with you, my followers. You are not just fans. You are to follow me to the end. And you must emulate me. And emulating me, you must have love. You must have mercy. You must have compassion. And you must be prepared and ready to do what? To serve. This is what Jesus is calling you and I to do. And as we are on the edge of this Holy Week season, we need to stop and contemplate. Am I a fan? Do I like everything that, the good stuff that I get from God? And, you know, he's sort of like a genie with uh, the lamp and I rub and the genie comes up and I say, now, Lord, I would like this. Lord, I would like that. Lord, I would like that. And I like when God grants my wishes. Or are we going to be a true follower and submit ourselves to God? As Jesus submitted to the Father, he asked that this could be taken from him. And the Lord said, no, it must be done. And Jesus was obedient even to going on the cross for all of us. So this Holy Week, let us think about how we can be obedient to our God and our Father how we can emulate the very love and self-emptying of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let us be true followers. And let us with all our heart, mind, and soul, having been purified through the season of Lent, now really open our eyes, our spiritual eyes, during this season of Holy Week and allow ourselves to be guided by the Lord so that in all things we may be humble servants and true followers of Christ, not just fair-weather friends, but like those who stood by the cross to the end. So let us be truly committed to our God and followers, not just fans. This we pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ indeed is in our midst. All right. God bless you. Please.